five, four, three, two, one. Lift off. Look at all these Democrats here. They want to change Florida. What is there to change? I'm happy. I moved to Florida because I love it. I left New York because it was a dumpster fire. And I moved here. It's a great state. Stop trying to change it. If you want to change it, go back to your dumpster fires in California and Florida. We're good here. This is a weekly spot of the Flavor Conservative Podcast that we really look forward uh, to. We love it. It's fast and it's fun. It's a little bit of a locker room speech, but it gives you the opportunity to look at the news cycle through the eyes of somebody who does it professionally, who's a former Fox News business reporter with Major League Baseball, Newsmax, and uh, has an eye of, of sorting through what's happening and then what's the thing behind it that makes it significant to you. And it's mixed in with a little bit of, of snarky fun. Uh, she speaks fluent sarcasm. <laughs> And uh, and has a, a brilliant mind to understand our times, Brianna Morello. Yay! Thank you, thank you. Thank you, guys. Uh, we're I, so excited to have you back. We really look forward to this time. You mentioned also the current producer of the Emerald Robinson Show. Uh, the Absolute Truth. Absolute Truth. On Frank's speech. Yes, yes. We're doing well. We love it over there. Oh, yes, you, guys, you are, guys are doing such a great job. You guys are crushing it. Her Substack is something I look forward to, and uh, yeah. sometimes got to sit down to read it because it's so full of truth. It's almost like I can't handle it. You know, it's like yeah. I don't. I can't. There's too much truth at one time. You know, <laughs> don't and, tell me that. That's 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 how she rolls. But we'd love to go through yeah. your Twitter feed. I want to address kind of out of the gates. I've gotten some comments. People like they're they're anti Twitter, and it's easy for somebody sitting in a conservative echo chamber on uh, uh, some Telegram chat room or something like that, just talking to their friends. And they vacate these spaces. They leave vacuums, and you're 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 still living in the lion's den, punching the lion in the nose every day. And you're probably the best shot that a lot of people have to actually hear an, an alternative point of view. Yeah, I love you know, to choose this. Important. <laughs> I, I love the fact that um, I love being on Twitter for multiple reasons. Number one, it's important that we stay on the platform if you can, because. The whole objective is for them to kick conservatives off. They don't want conservative voices on there. And I think you have to do the actual opposite of that. Mm -hmm. They know that we are the voice of logic. We come from a fact standpoint and they don't like that. So yeah. if we were all just to pull off and use just Getter, just use other platforms, True Social, uh, we wouldn't be expanding conservative mm -hmm. uh, views at all. Uh, yeah. I think sometimes maybe if a liberal happens to stumble upon my page, I might win them over. So I'd rather risk that than um, just kind of talk to people who are like-minded. I don't think we expand and grow if we do just that. Yeah. yeah, I tell you, you know, it's it's the people at the top, you know, in that agenda that I believe there is an evil intent. But I would think for the majority of the people that are on the left, it's just they're not informed. You kind of even mentioned that before we started recording. And so it's giving them an opportunity to get information that they wouldn't be able to get likewise. You know, you know, we did a study one time. Conservatives do a lot more where they'll be willing to watch a CNN and a conservative, you know, uh, news where uh, people that are on the left, they tend to only watch CNN. They don't take in any kind of conservative. Well, they think they're getting multiple sites because they see, see, you know, uh, NBC and, and, you know, uh, CNN and they're in the airports and the treadmill and all that kind of stuff. They feel like they're getting just straight news. Yeah. And they have fake conservatives on um, and, and they yes. think that they are, uh, gosh, what's that woman's name? And who's on the view. Uh, she still identifies as a Republican. I can't remember her full name. Uh, Alyssa Farrell, a lot of those, those fake conservative voices. So they think, Oh, that's the conservative side. It's not, it's right. the watered down conservative side. They want you to love them. So they're not going to tell you, 
the actual facts to an argument. They're just going to be there. They're going to be a little bit of a punching bag, but they're not going to spill the actual factual truth on these things. So true. Well, you do, and we're going to do it in rapid fire. Yes, I'm so here. excited. Are you ready? Uh, first, Let's go. First, yes. first, uh, first truth brought in your crosshairs is Ilhan Omar. Um, this is a thing I want to bring up real quick because I see a trend in the Democratic Party of people who do not even get traction in their party and even in the niches within their party tend to still win elections and get promoted. Kamala Harris, mm -hmm. she wasn't liked by Democrats, um, you know, it, it, when she was going. She's, you know, one of the, the least likable yeah. public figures, you know, mm -hmm. just in history. Ilhan Omar gets booed at a, a Somali, uh, I think it was an Independence Day celebration, a concert. They bring her up on stage. Um, just another reminder that elections, um, I don't know, part of that's blanked out. Here? Oh, yeah. Right. Elections aren't won there, and Something. then you have a blank. Can you finish that? Yeah, what were you going to say? Stolen, but you can't say that on Twitter without getting banned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, exactly. So, so fill in the blank. Let's, let's play the clip from what you're referencing here, then get your take on it. Don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. Please. No, please. Because that's not even in front of the left. That's in front of her, literally her home crowd. Yeah. Yeah. How embarrassing. Um, no kidding. You, you know, she played it off well, though. She tried laughing it off, but there's not much to laugh off there. Mm -hmm. you, you know, your your own home crowd does not like you. She's obnoxious and she's always been obnoxious. But it, it really leaves a lot to kind of wonder. Uh, I know Project Veritas did some explosive reporting a couple of years back on her election and mm -hmm. there were accusations of election fraud there, ballot harvesting and whatnot. So after seeing that, I'm a little bit curious if it really was, uh, if it's still going on. Cause I don't no understand how kidding. people like that still end up in Congress. It's a good question. You've seen it with Joe yeah. Biden. There's no crowd. Nope. You see it with Kamala yeah. Harris. There's no crowd. And then when Ellen Omar is in front of her crowd, they don't like her. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is, it's baffling. Are right, you ready yeah, for the for next sure. one? Yeah. All right. If more gun legislation was an actual solution, then blue cities would have be the safest in the country. But we all know blue cities are just cesspools filled with criminals. Man, that is such a great point. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, I mean, we all know it. This is the part that's so agitating. They want to punish legal gun owners and uh, let the legal ones just kind of do whatever they want to do constantly. Like I'm from New York. So constantly we see in New York City, we see their weak DAs not prosecute crimes related to gun-related offenses. And, and then they go, oh, how did this happen, a mass shooting? Or, oh, how did this has sexual assault happen? Well, if you prosecuted the crime according to the law and how it's written, these things wouldn't happen. But they don't want to do that. We all know right. that. Yep. Instead, they want to win over these criminals because they're criminal advocates. And they want to punish the rest of us. So um, if laws work, they'd be following the ones that are currently on the books, except they don't. So... Uh, let's let's not just punish conservatives here. Let's punish everyone equally uh, yeah. when it comes yes. to gun legislation. Now, somebody replied to you. It uh, looks like Jenny 876. Uh, Jenny 876 says we should have a citizen exchange program. Liberals move to blue states 
and uh, conservatives move to red states. Win-win for everyone. Which is like what a, a great solution, you know, Jenny. One for, one for one exchange. Uh, Jenny, I'm going to tell you right now, you have no future in politics. You have no future in uh, <laughs> a lot of these realms because you're just too smart. Exactly. It'll too never, much common sense. It would never work out. <laughs> yeah, Jenny's a problem solver, so that wouldn't work out in politics. No. <laughs> it's funny to hear these people com- people complain about it, but it's uh, you know definitely a thing. All right, should yeah. I start a fundraiser for all the Floridian Democrats looking to seek refuge in California? That is great. Uh, Go fund me. We'll ready. start. We'll, we'll, we'll pitch in. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'll take Stacey's yeah. allowance. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's get them all out of Florida. Cause I'm just so tired. I mean, we, we look at all these Democrats here. They want to change Florida. What is there to change? I'm happy. I moved to Florida because I love it. I left New York because it was a dumpster fire. And I moved here. It's a great state. Stop trying to change it. If you want to change it, go back to your dumpster fires in California and Florida. We're good here. Man, that is true. You know, something I hear a lot from Florida and Texas is people are migrating to those areas, either from California or New York. You know, I hear a lot of the people in Texas or a lot of people in Florida saying, "Okay, that's great. You could move here, but don't try to change our state to make it what your state was. That seems to be a problem a lot of times uh, in those areas as well. Yeah. Yeah. Political ignorance is a real issue here because mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't realize why, number one, it's so expensive to live in New York. It's so um, it's so unsafe. They don't realize how their political views have kind of translated over the years into horrible policies that have been implemented and have destroyed cities and states. Mm-hmm. And so when they come here, they're like, oh, wouldn't it be great to, to, to create this type of tax? Or th- there's, there's nothing here to change. There's right. nothing here to change. If you want to live here, accept our views. And if you yep. don't want to live here, that's fine. Then you could leave. That's the greatest part about this country is if you want to live in a liberal cesspool, you could go back. You could live so in New York. There's plenty of, of, of housing over there. They're not yes. sure on that at all. And one, no. one commonality, the longer you've had a, a Democratic governor, the longer you've had a Democratic mayor in a certain city, the worse off mm-hmm. it is. Ask anybody in Baltimore, Detroit, Chicago. You know, you go somewhere that's led by Democrats, there's a good chance, you know, your life's in danger. Yeah. You know, in yeah. even a city like San Francisco, yep. like how could you mess Seattle, how could you mess up Seattle? It's so you beautiful. Have all it's this so wealth, incredible. all this abundance, all this talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, there and you know it's it, they just it's just a matter of time till they bleed it dry. Yep, I, I yep. love this one. Floridians voting Democratic should seek refuge in California. I endorse this message. So and here's <laughs> here's, the, here's the message she's endorsing her buddy Gavin out in California. Now you know a lot about red states and blue states because again New York, Florida. Um, California is what we know a lot about. Um, let's, let's read this tweet. It says, says uh, we're about to celebrate. This is from Gavin Newsom. If you don't know Gavin Newsom, he's the toothpaste model, Ken Doll governor of the state of California. It was promoted because he sucked so bad at being a mayor, he got promoted to governor. That's how it works in that's politics. How it works. Yeah. Yep. Like, that's how it works for both and, parties, and to be honest with to you. related to Pelosi, <laughs> yeah. which is uh, interesting. Is he? Ah, uh, I heard it was. I've, a, I've never got that 100 confirmed, but I've heard that quite a few times. I've like, heard, uh, okay, I could be wrong. I heard that he was her nephew, so we'll have to check that out. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Kimberly Guilfoyle's ex-husband, which is also yes. a hot one. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That is. <laughs> we should research that. Hey, put in the uh, notes if anybody knows. I'd love to yeah. comment. Give Let us, us, know give us some feedback because I've heard both quite a few times. All right, here he says. Uh, here's your buddy Gavin G Dog. All right, says we're about to celebrate Independence Day, but freedom is under attack by Republican leaders in states like Florida. Mm. That's why 3,000 people a day are moving to Florida. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want less freedom. I'm moving to Florida. And, and by the way, I don't, I don't pay state tax. Uh, banning books, <laughs> restricting speech, making it harder to vote, criminalizing women and doctors. Oh, my God. Uh, it's time yeah. to stand up. Don't let them take your freedom in Florida. 
Unbelievable. <laughs> Dave Rubin. Dave Rubin just moved there. It's like off the chart number yeah. of people moving to Florida. Yeah. That's his, that's yeah. his campaign woman, message. Yeah, as a woman, I don't feel like I'm being criminalized here in Florida. I, I think I think we've got more freedoms than we do in New York, especially. And we're safer, too. They keep you safe here in Florida. In Florida, you can legally defend yourself. Right. And you don't have to worry about the prosecutor coming after you and say, yep. did she use excessive force? Like, it's none of that ridiculousness what they do in New York. Uh, banning books, come on. I mean, he's talking He's talking about child pornography there. Uh, it just, it just <laughs> it, if you just go down the list, it's just like, it sounds, it sounds, if you were an ignorant voter, you'd go yeah. like that. Yeah, why are they banning books in Florida? What the no, heck? No, we're banning child pornography. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what let's, we're banning here. And restricting speech, come on. Right. Let's play his clip real quick because this could have come straight from Saturday Night Live. This is as goofy as the, the building burning behind you and it's mostly peaceful protest. You know, it's yeah. just like they're so unaware of how they sound in this space. Oh, let's play this clip. It's Independence Day, so let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, but we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2020. Oh, uh, that is terrible. I've I've never ran a... uh, I was moved. Let's go to to California, guys. Yeah, I want to pay ridiculous amount in taxes. I want to pay ridiculous amount in rent and live in a dumpster. Let's just... Lose my freedoms. Yeah, yeah, lose my yeah. freedoms. Uh, yeah, I've never ran a uh, yeah. an ad for Gavin Newsom on the Flavor Conservative <laughs> Show, but even his ad makes him look worse than he really is. And uh, we we got real time fact checked by uh, producer Colton. Yep, he actually said that Gavin Newsom by marriage is Pelosi's nephew, so he married a niece of Nancy Pelosi. It's like, it's like the royal family oh. in California with the Brown family and with all that. It's kind of like just a. Uh, they're all interwoven somehow or another, like the British, you know. Monarch. Yeah, yeah. What an upgrade. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> All right. Well, you you commented um, on this tweet here. Um, John Cardio says New York governor is uh, to require three years of social media history for gun carry permit beyond unconstitutional. SCOTUS needs to spank New York again. As we've got to keep in mind, I want to keep reminding people this, these sweeping changes and attempts to are done by a governor that no one's ever voted for mm-hmm. ever yeah. does not represent the views of the people of that state. Mm-hmm. But here was your response. This is where it gets good. Mm-hmm. Once, once Brianna gets in the mix. Yep. The goal is to drain all of these 2A groups of their money with these ridiculous legal challenges. The commies on the left know there's no legal rep- repercussions <laughs> consistently violating the Constitution. Man, yeah. that is true. All right. Break it down. I mean, yeah. So, like. We all know that these Second Amendment groups are under attack. We, we see what the attorney general in New York is doing, Tish James, to the NRA. She's, she's specifically going after them. She wants to uh, break them apart. She wants nothing to do with the NRA. She wants to just completely rob them. So we saw that the Supreme Court completely shot down their argument and said that it was unconstitutional. So now they're coming back with all of these just insane requirements for just applying for a gun permit. Now, they know it's not going to you know uphold, obviously, because they know, again, it's unconstitutional, but they don't care about the Constitution. They, they, the Constitution is for their interpretation and their interpretation only. Um, so what they're going to do right now is they're going to they're going to let all these Second Amendment groups take them to court again. And then they're just going to keep going through challenge to, to challenge, gosh, through challenge. And then they're going to make sure that uh, that they just keep draining them of their money. Legal bills are very expensive and they know this. 
And they're going to do whatever they can to make sure that New York won't win this, uh, that New York Republicans and conservatives won't win this fight. It's deeply concerning, but they don't care for the Constitution. It's obvious. Man, that is so true. That's why they keep breaking it. You All right. Know? This, yeah. this, this yeah. rock star. Here, I like this guy. Notorious. I don't know you, but. Notorious you, you, EDE. You really are notorious with stuff <laughs> yeah. like this. He says, I just left New York. If I remember correctly, I think he's being sarcastic. An employer can't even ask about your criminal history anymore before you take a job offer. Uh, but yeah. this is okay. But this is okay. Yeah. So it, it seems like yeah. they, ha- they, they apply privacy and these kind of uh, uh, firewalls when when they want to and then other times they're completely unnecessary and you have no rights and uh, 100% transparency yeah yeah well that's what they do I, I, it was even like with the whole vaccination situation i mean you had to apply for an exemption in new york city if you didn't want to take the vaccine you had to give them your religious information to do so i'm pretty sure that an employer can't ask me about my religion at all when hiring me so right. but now now's the exception so now we're going to ask you about your religion so we could we could decide whether or not we, we validate that. We think it's a real religion or a real religious belief and then tell you whether or not you could get vaccinated. And these, these things are just kind of like however they interpret it, they go along with mm-hmm. it. And uh, if you disagree with them, oh, well, uh, there's, there's not many people also getting pushed back uh, to these New York Democrats. And it's it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know Lee Zeldin just won uh, the primary in New York for governor, Um I'm not optimistic about him. He complied with the vaccine mandate that I believe it was CBS was requiring to hand over his proof of vaccination in order to come into the debate. Uh, so uh, I, I don't see this ever ending. It's like he's a coward. You know, the only one who who, who stood his ground, that was Andrew Giuliani. He, he was unfortunately not allowed to even be in the room for the debate. He had to sit out uh, that long because he didn't want to turn over his vaccination information because he's not vaccinated. But uh, it's not going to get any better in New York. You either got to have to just put up with it and deal with the fact that you're not living in a democracy mm-hmm. or you got to leave. You got to pick. Man, I tell you, um, there is definitely, I think even more over time, this division between red states and blue states. Where do you see this going ultimately? Uh, well, in, in my perfect world, Florida would become its own country. And Governor DeSantis would be our president. But realistically, <laughs> that's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> so I think we're only going to get more divided. I, I think the left has become too crazy. There's just, there's too many genders. There's too many sensitive words that, that trigger them. It's just, it's not, it's not anything that we can negotiate anymore. I think mm-hmm. we're going to become very divided. I, I don't see this ending well for, for our country, unfortunately. But, you know, I'm not willing to give up my values. And these were the country's values just like 10 years ago. So we're not that crazy. We're kind of on the same side of things. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with, you know, Florida keeping at it and letting us do whatever we want to do. And then if New York wants to get crazy, it makes for great talking points and we could all laugh about it, you know, now. But uh, yeah, it's just going to keep getting more and more divided, unfortunately. Yeah, here's the ones I'm concerned with. You know, uh, every day there's somebody else I see that's moved to Florida, moved to Texas. Joe Rogan, I know that uh, Elon's moved most of his operations to Texas. We have uh, uh, like Dave Rubin, you know, is now in, in Florida yourself. It's like mm-hmm. people, but, but there's the commonality. Those are all people that can. Right. That yeah. have the ability. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, it takes some resources. It takes some time to be able to yeah. relocate mm-hmm. and move your life and stuff like this. And people have kids and schools and that, and there's all this drama. Maybe they've got a divorce and you got visitation rights. Mm-hmm. All that, you know, there's like, there's things that, that anchor people in this places. And there's a lot that just can't leave. Yeah. And yeah. I, I kind of wonder yeah. at what point does the unrest for them, you know, where they're kind of stuck picking up the bill. Cause the people who are moving are more business owners, they're employers, they're, they're, they're doers. 
Um, mm-hmm. And you sort of end up with this sort of, a, uh, I don't know, depletion of some of the talent and and what helps make a state great. So you end up with California where it's just the weather. Well, it's interesting, though. You know, I helped a friend in October of 2020. I helped a friend move her RV because she was moving to Texas from Northern California to Dallas, Texas. And we drove all the way down California, and then we we headed across to Texas. And it was really interesting. You would not believe, because that was right before the election, you would not believe the Trump signs that we saw. We did, I think on the whole trip, we only saw two Biden uh, signs. The rest of them are all Trump on cars, yep. in, in people's lawns. And I really do believe that there are a lot more people in California that voted for Trump than we actually are led to believe. I do believe it was probably... Um, I, see, I believe it could possibly be a red state. You're seeing fed up. The, the the DA in San Fran, you know, just got pulled out. You had the school board. Yeah. You know, like three, two or three members of the school board got flipped in mm-hmm. San Fran. So it's like, I think there is a, a, a groundswell of people that are just frustrated that maybe that will start to start to change it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny. If you ask election data experts, they also agree that there was a lot of, um, uh, elections that potentially were stolen in California mm-hmm. as well. A lot of us just see it as a blue state, but it is a possibility. It's probably one of the most unspoken about uh, yeah. elections because everyone just assumed that they were going to go uh, swing blue for, you know, I think also keep in mind Kamala Harris, she couldn't lose her own state. So that, that right. definitely played its role. I, I was there in California too. I was in San Diego and, you know, I did see a lot of uh, Kamala and Biden, you know, signs and whatnot, but I, I did see a lot of Trump, uh, signs as well. So mm-hmm. I thought it was very, very interesting. Um, you know, here in Florida, and I know that I'm like in a safe place because I was in Florida at the time of the election as well. And I didn't really see any support for Kamala Harris at all. And they kept telling us it's a swing state, it's a swing state. And it's quite fascinating because at the end of it, obviously, we all know that Trump won Florida, but he won in a landslide. And it wasn't the swing state that they tried to line up the narrative to be. Mm-hmm. And if you ask those same data experts for elections, they'll tell you that it was because of, of our governor here made a requirement for all election ballots to be turned in, the results to be turned in by a deadline. And that's the difference where they weren't able to shift things around in favor of, of Joe Biden, I think, and Kamala Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, so it's the, quite fascinating. And I also, I do I do feel really bad for those who live in blue states and are unable to leave. I found myself in that same position back in 2018. Uh, so I didn't want to kind of play a role into it. I was considering running for the New York State Senate at the time. Uh, but then after dealing with the political party in New York, you know, unfortunately, from from my interactions with these individuals within the GOP, there was, there was no fight in these people. There was no mm-hmm. willingness to go outside of the box and to kind of leave behind their old perspectives on these issues that have lost them several elections. So um, un- unfortunately I understand and I, and I feel really bad about those for those people. I have family members who are members of law enforcement can't leave because they need to w- focus on their retirement. Yeah, sure. So I get that. Yeah. But I ditched it. I, I left Fox and came, <laughs> I worked at Fox twice. I left Fox and came down to Florida and literally didn't even have a job. I was waitressing and bartending for spare for spare money at the time. Wow. And I was like waiting between shuffling around trying to get a producer job. Yep. So I understand it. I empathize, but sometimes you got to make a leap of faith. Your, your happiness is very important. I think people should focus on that. Man. Absolutely. That is really good. Love having you Me on too. blue States, red Thank States guys. guys, give us your, your, your comments down below. What do you think about these things? Were you in one of these situations and are you stuck one way or the other? And what are you seeing? You got family members moving and you're going to join, like, let us know in the comments below what you guys think. And, uh, be sure to follow, uh, Brianna is at B R E A N N A. 
Morello, M-O-R-E-L-L-O on Twitter. That's right. And other platforms as well. But this is where you watch her actually as a gladiator in the Coliseum going at it. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Where are your hard-earned dollars going? Are they going to fund the deep state or are they going to fund the kingdom? And you know where you stand with a guy like Mike Liddell and MyPillow.com. And not only is he a great guy and he supports great causes, he makes the best products in the world with in his categories. Yeah, 10-year warranties on their products. My favorite product when you go to MyPillow.com and you put the promo code FLYOVER right at the top, you get up to 66% off. Right now, they're running a special on the slippers. They are my very favorite. I know I've talked about it many times, but these slippers are absolutely amazing. It is like she doesn't a leave the house without them hardly for your feet. In fact, a lot of times I'll put them in my purse. So if I'm wearing heels or something and my feet start hurting, I'll put on my slippers. They have this great bottom on them too uh, that makes it really nice and that they're not going to get ruined when you do go outside. And you know what? Every time you spend a dollar, you're voting. You're voting in a big way. Let's support Mike Lindell. He's supporting you. He's supporting our country. Let's support him. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.